All right, Roots, so the 2019 show is nearly here. And for those of you who don't know, of course, the 2019 show is our end of the year extravaganza of awards and giveaways. For those of you who want to partake in all of the fun and goodness, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell because coming up this Wednesday, the 2019 show is, uh, is heading your way. Anyway, we've been looking at the top 10 games for every platform leading up to the 2019 show. We started off by checking out the Quest, then we moved on to PlayStation VR, and now we're come to the cream of the crop, the best of PC VR 2019, and Roots, out of every platform, I think PC VR probably had the best year from a software perspective, right? Yeah, and I, you know, a lot of people bitch about it, but um, a good portion of that is Oculus Studios. So um, they've really been pushing VR, and uh, thank God they have because there's a lot of good titles out there um, from them specifically that made the list uh, we're about to talk about. So, yeah, you know, the the Oculus Studios title stuck out uh, so much so that when people start thinking of what the game of the year is automatically they default to those titles but i feel like maybe some of the stuff from the earlier part of the year before we started getting these titles uh maybe getting overlooked so that's what we're here to do today we're here to turn the light back a little bit and say hey wait a minute not so fast as good as asgard's wrath is you know there, there are other games as well but yeah let's start there let's start with the one that's on the tip of everybody's tongue, the one everyone in our Discord has unanimously voted for at this point, uh, at the time that we recorded this, um, Asgard's Wrath. Oh, a great game, right? Uh, you know, we could spend a half hour here talking about just this game and everything it does well, but uh, in a word, it's the most complete VR game that we've ever seen, right? Yeah, and it's just one of those games I was just telling you before we uh, recorded that um, I think it's going to blow people away again. There's so many people coming into VR, so many people coming in for Half-Life Alex, and they have no idea. Like, there's games like this that exist that these people don't even fucking know are out there yet. And it's weird because they're so focused on what they're focused on. They're like, they don't know the good stuff that came out this year, and it blows me away because I'm running into people that they're they're saying no what's our asgard's wrath and these are people on the reddit that are like excited about vr and they've they're already ordered alex so um i think this game um came at a perfect time like there's a lot of things happening right now that are all lining up perfect timing wise um and it's ex exciting time to be playing vr yeah absolutely and uh you say that there are some people that are getting ready to experience Asgard's Wrath for the first time and I absolutely agree that's a true statement and I absolutely envy these people because uh, I'm just going to be honest when it comes to Asgard's Wrath uh, the first impression that it made on me when I first got into it for that first time I don't think I felt anything that impressive or intense since the first time I put on a VR headset I mean it was that awe-inspiring uh, but while you have games like Asgard's Wrath that make that awesome first impression there are other games that maybe don't blow you away the first time you try it but every time you go back in it grows 
and grows and grows and all of a sudden this is your favorite game and stormland certainly fits that description you know roots you got in this game and yeah beautiful you know but it did follow asgard's wrath uh, so we weren't exactly blown away with how beautiful it was or, or, or anything at the beginning, but the further you get into it and the more abilities you unlock and the more you get used to the controls, um, this is some of the best gameplay that we've ever seen in VR, right? Yeah, it just feels so good. And it's one of those games that like, I even went back in last night and was playing a couple hours with Scion and I was like, man, I forgot how good this feels, man. Um, it's one of those games that the first half hour or so, I was like, wow, this is cool, but it wasn't as cool. But like you said, as I got more and more abilities, I thought, oh my God, this is just amazing. And uh, the fact that I can play it with a friend um, in co-op is is really cool as well. Yeah, yeah. Th this game, um, it's all about the gameplay. And, and whether you're playing alone or playing with a friend, this is one of those games that... Uh, when you're not playing it you're thinking about playing it just because it feels so good so we where we have asgard's wrath who makes that awesome uh first impression and has this awesome production value and we have games like stormland who have this awesome gameplay that that you sit and you think about all day long wanting to play the game uh you have games like pistol whip in a game like pistol whip the uh, comes uh, at you from the value perspective of uh, it's a, a very addicting gameplay premise. It's a game that's going to constantly be supported by new levels and tracks being added into it. And while we may uh, we may finish our our gameplay with Asgard's Wrath or Stormland sometime in the next year, I feel like maybe Pistol Whip may have the longevity that those other two don't right yeah and those are the other games are like ones that you beat it you're done especially asgard's wrath you're 40 hours man i never touched that game again most likely um when i'm done with it but this is a game that uh um just the leaderboards and, and competing against other other people make you want to go back in and then the aspect of new songs and new levels and uh let's be honest this game is a freaking workout man you better uh you're going to be moving. You're going to be ducking. You're going to be juking, jiving. Your uh, legs are going to hurt the next day, probably. Dude, I saw, side note, I saw a Reddit post today where there was a 93-year-old man um, playing it, and he was really was squatting. Oh, I mean, he was doing really good. And I commented, I said, man, he's he is. He's going to be in for it tomorrow, dude. I'm 45, and I was in for it. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That that's the... The great thing about uh, rhythm games and, and VR in general is uh, you exercise, but you don't feel like you're exercising. You're making these movements not because you have to, but because you want to. And since you're playing a game, you just don't think about it. Mm -hmm. You know, who, who wants to do 100 squats? Nobody. But you'll absolutely do it if you play Pistol Whip all day, mm -hmm. and you won't even think twice about it. It'll just be fun. Yeah. And that, that's one of the best things about uh, the the onset of VR. And I feel like it's one of the biggest areas of potential uh, potential impact that VR can make upon the, the gaming world as a whole. Because right now, gaming is kind of a lazy man's thing. 
And I feel like that uh, VR can can transform that a little bit. How about a headset gasket face mask that absorbs your sweat into it and it disappears? And like you could sweat all day long and it's never because that's the biggest thing. Like when I get into a game like this, man, there's a point where I'm like, okay, I'm done because I'm not going to MRTV this thing. I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to destroy my headset because I sweat into it, dude. Um, I don't want to test uh, Oculus's. Uh, um good graces that much so yeah definitely not one for the rift s here i, I definitely go to my quest with my nice pleather mm. vr cover that i can wipe off uh, that rift s is just a sponge man there's no way i'd uh, i'd put very much time and pistol whip in on that thing yeah i need to All get right, a, uh, i need to get so, a fast face mask yeah yeah, anyway. yeah for sure somebody needs to come out with a good one for the rift s but uh, that's another story for another day. So we, we've got an interesting dilemma brewing here now, Roots, because we have Asgard's Wrath with the production value and the being the first of its, of its kind. We've got Stormland coming through with the gameplay. And then we've got Pistol Whip coming through with the replayability. So now we have this debate about what's the game of the year going to be based on, right? We have these three different things. Well, what about uh, if we had a game that uh, did something so diff so much different than its predecessors that it made a lasting impact on how future games were developed? What if we had a game like Boneworks that came in and for the first time introduced real-life physical interactions into the game? Wouldn't that be something uh, that you would have to at least consider when you're talking about the game of the year yeah and the game actually is fun man this game is really cool everyone was worried it was gonna be a tech demo and it's definitely not a tech demo but it definitely like you said it's um and that's what's kind of cool about each one of these games is like it's something different in vr and it's why i love virtual reality you know all the flat gaming has gotten very mundane over the last decade or so most of them are very similar you know they're a little bit different um each one of these is is something bringing something new to the table and they're also it's also pushing the um the whole platform forward so i think it's an exciting time yeah uh bone works interesting because uh when we talk about storm lane and what a beautiful experience it is the gameplay of that <laughs> game bone works is kind of the 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 polar opposite of that this game is not easy to play. You do not want to put a newbie into this game. And uh, it takes experience just to even just get around in this game a little bit comfortably because you're bumping things and all of that beautiful uh, transparency of uh, that you normally experience in, uh, in a game is gone here. Everything's solid. Your body is solid. And uh, it's jarring. Uh, with that said, really addicting, uh, just addicted to the, the, uh, the, the level of presence that they build with this game. Because unlike any other game before it, I really feel like I'm in this world. It's hard to explain to those who haven't uh, played it, but you you get what I'm saying, right, Roots? The presence is here with this game. Absolutely, and we were saying even just that they and hopefully they will the fine tune the the gravity a little bit um, to make it because I think they will. Um, it this is a game it, it really does. It's as frustrating as you said it can be. Like 
um, on some levels because it is the physics are real. Um, that same thing is what you like about it. So it's it's a, a love hate relationship, and I love it ten times more than I hate it. Um, I just my thing is I I would love the options for no arms and um, just the hands uh, and uh, and just have them tweak it a little bit. But I think this game. Even just watching it reminds me um, I need to get back into this game because I haven't played it since we talked about it. And uh, uh, the, the puzzles on this are next level. They're all physics-based. So it's very, very cool. Yeah. So again, a, a game so different that, it, that the lessons learned from this game could have a lasting impact uh, over the next few years of VR game development. So... If we have a game like Asgard's Wrath, which changed everything, and a game like Stormlands, it's just really fun to play. But then we have a game like Pistol Whip that, uh, that we're going to still be playing a year from now. But then again, we have a game like Boneworks, whose impact is going to be felt in other games years from now. Uh, this is not going to be the easiest thing to decide. And then we have a game like Autica, which... Uh, Probably is the best game of the most popular genre in VR, right? Right. The music uh, rhythm games is very big in, in VR. And um, this is my particular, uh, one of my favorite games this year. You know, there was a point when I was openly saying it, man. This is hands down my favorite game of the year. Nothing's going to take it. And then we started getting all these amazing games. And then I started saying, well, this is one of my favorite games. Well, I can make a case of where this is my favorite the best game and in a lot of ways it is and that's what's going to make this so difficult because it's not i naively thought it was going to be a cut and dry decision and it is not going to be um anything close no no and and what you're saying here is absolutely true this was kind of uh we internally off camera decided around uh, i don't know uh july September, August, July, August, September, that we were going to quit making these statements about Autic is my game of the year because we didn't want it. We wanted it to be a mystery at the end of the year. So even though we knew Autica was going to be the game of the year, uh, we didn't want to say it anymore. Well, here we are uh, days out from, from making this decision, and I still don't know what the game of the year is going to be. Do you, Roots? No. But I'll tell you what, this game is amazing. And I, I hear people say all the time, Beat Saber, Beat Saber, Beat Saber. Beat Saber suck it compared to Autica. <laughs> I know that's going to piss some people off, but it's good. Beat Saber's good. Don't get me wrong. Um, to me, Beat Saber, it's it's a good hors d'oeuvre. It's a good snack. Then you come to Autica and you get the real beef of the uh, of the game. And uh, and then you can f see what a real rhythm game is. But uh, no, this is definitely, uh, to me, is, is one of the best rhythm games I've ever played. And I've played uh, Guitar Heroes, um, tons of them. So. Yeah, I, I agree. Definitely the best pure rhythm game in VR and definitely one of the best VR releases of 2019. Uh, so, so you just said it. You know, the rest of the year came along and you weren't expecting competition. But uh, here it is. Here's competition and uh, what at one time seemed like it was going to be a no-brainer, all of a sudden is a question. Well, allow me to throw a little bit more doubt into the mix because in the shining glow of these top five picks, people have forgotten 
about the next five picks. And that brings us to Defector. You know, uh, people were worried about Defector because it wasn't a $40 game uh, when they put it up for pre-order. But uh, as far as quality goes, I absolutely think that this is a $40 game, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, then that may blow some of you new people coming into VR, but there was a discussion not too long ago where people were saying, I'm worried that this is only 20 bucks, man. It's too cheap. And uh, it blew me away. I thought, man, I've never thought I would hear that people would say a game is too cheap, but people were legitimately worried that this game was going to suck because it was not that expensive. And uh, man, they were wrong. This game is really good. And uh, it's definitely one of the better games that came out for the PC um, VR this year. Yeah, 100% legit AAA game here. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a VR spy thriller. It's Mission Impossible in VR. And um, takes a little bit more of a hands-on approach to the, uh, to the action scenes than even a game like Bread and Truth does, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is what I thought was kind of cool, even in the beginning, just uh, you know, getting all your high-tech high spy tools and, and kind of like... Um, uh, going through the the whole opening scene, and it's got a good story to it, and um, it's just one of those things that just feels really good. Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, uh, an overlooked title in the glory of the second half of the year, but Defector, definitely one of the best games we had this year, as was Tetris Effect. You know, uh, Tetris Effect was a game that came out last year on PlayStation VR, and we thought that was just it, that it was going to be a PSVR exclusive but out of nowhere, the Epic Store brings it to PC. And as great as it was on PlayStation VR, and I'm, I'm not just using that word because it sounds good. It was great on PlayStation VR. It's even better with the power of a, a full-blown gaming PC behind it, right? Yeah, especially super sampling, dude. And I, I feel kind of bad about admitting this, but I... um. I liked this version so much with the with my 2080 and everything that I gave I gave my disc away to my ex-wife because she's got a uh, and she's a big Tetris fan and I said ah, you know even if you don't play it in VR you'll love this game um, but uh, now I want to play it again because uh, I got the pro and I want to check it out so uh, I might buy it again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Absolutely, um, one of the uh, best examples of uh art in vr and i don't just mean visual art but i mean sound as well the 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 way everything is integrated in together in this game is is phenomenal the 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 visuals the sound the the gameplay and even the haptics in the in the controllers uh, it, it all works together and uh it's a beautiful experience and uh not only that i mean tetris is is one of these institutions in gaming it's one of the best games of all time and this is probably the best iteration of tetris i've ever played by far right yeah and it's almost like one it's not almost like it it's literally designed this way but as you're playing there's so much stuff going on in the background and it's trying to distract you and and like, so you're finishing different lines and stuff. You'll get to a point where things will speed up and everything comes alive. And, and it just, it's like you said, it's, it's, 
it's how beautiful it is. It's how it sounds. The music is next level. And then the haptics bring on, it's like the dessert on top of everything else. And it all meshes together. And it really is, um, in my opinion, a, a work of art. This is one of the best games that I've played, um, period, in VR. And it's just so visually stunning. So, I mean, if you yeah, like Tetris, you know. Yeah, it's next level game design is what it is outside of just the basic mechanics of Tetris. But uh, again, if it's one of the best games of all time and it's the best version of one of the best games of all time, how, why shouldn't it be on the list of the games of the year this year, right? Right. Now, we do need to stress this is an Epic store only. And for some reason, people melt down when they think about creating an Epic account. Um, but uh if you want to play it on PC, you do have to, to get an Epic account. And um, it's just one of those things that it's it's bizarre because I heard for a year people bitch about this not being on PC. And then it comes to PC and they're like, well, damn it, it's not on Steam. And I'm like, well, you know, you take what you get. So I don't know. Right, exactly. If you, if you don't want to uh, if you don't want to partake in the Epic store, more power to you. But uh, shh. I mean, because it's there. It's yeah. just your, it's just yourself deciding not to partake. Uh, this is one of the best games uh, in VR, and if you don't want to do it, then fine. But uh, don't uh, don't crap on the, everybody else's sunny day, right? Rain on my parade, damn it! All right, All right uh, Trevor saves the universe uh, again. Uh, not only the probably the funniest video game that I've ever played. Uh, one of the most creative games I've ever played and probably the best platformer in VR, right? Yeah, it definitely does um, everything in platforming right. Um, and it also lets you be a part of it. Not only are you running this dude around, um, and you can call him Joppa if you want, but that's that's a side story. Um, but not only are you running this guy around, but it is just uh, you're also in it. You're strapped to a chair. They call you a dirty chair opium. And... Um, and you get to be a part of the story. And so they're constantly talking to you. And I don't know, man, it was one of the most unique, not only uh, stories, but gameplay wise. And uh, um, it's funny as hell, man. Yeah. Speaking of unique, it's another one of those third person, first person games where not only do you have free locomotion for the third person character, but you have node based for the, uh, uh, for the first person character and some of the better node based because you have this chair with special abilities. Uh, it helps you to uh, get a better view of the, not only the, the platform and gameplay, but in some cases, the puzzles that are in this game, which by the way, you can just say screw it to if you want to and, uh, and move on some of them anyway. Uh, but anyway, one of the most creative games I've ever played, definitely the most funny game I've ever played, and definitely one of the best VR has to offer anyway. All right, uh, that brings us to, uh, again, how could people forget how great No Man's Sky is? Uh, sure, these these games in the, these Johnny-come-lately games in the latter half of the year uh, are flying the flag of AAA VR, and we like to say that Asgard's Wrath did it first, but did they? Or did No Man's Sky do it first, Roots? No, the, I think No Man's Sky did. You know, it definitely um, is one of the biggest, most expansive games you can play in VR. And you can do it co-op or uh, maybe even with more than one. I don't know. But uh, it didn't, um, even though it didn't release as smoothly as uh, 
Um, it could have. It did prove once again that these developers are quick and jumped on it and fixed all the problems. And now it, it runs amazing. And uh, there's a lot of people that probably just joined VR that aren't even aware this is in VR. And uh, it's another one I, I hear all the time, Subnautica. People don't even know that's in VR. So there's a lot of games, a lot of AAA games that um, are in VR. And granted, this is a port, but I definitely think this is one of the best ports um, in 2019 for sure. Yeah, th there's a couple of things that I think lead to No Man's Sky not getting the credit it deserves. Uh, one is what you said. You know, Asgard's Wrath had a pretty much flawless launch where No Man's Sky VR pretty much had a little jank. Uh, some some def definite uh, visual problems when it released. And while that has since been upgraded, uh, updated, you only get one chance to make a first impression, right? Uh, second of all, with this game being a flat port, people already knew what to expect for this game coming into VR. They knew what this game was, whereas a game like Asgard's Wrath came in and people didn't really know what to expect. Therefore, they had that shock value when playing it for the first time. But uh, No Man's Sky, 100% uh, a AAA VR game and a harbinger of things to come. All right, and speaking of AAA VR games, how come no one talks about Borderlands 2 VR when they talk about the games of the year? Roots, this might be... Uh, at least on the level of fun of some of these other games that we're talking about, right? Yeah, the gunplay on this game is amazing. And the amount of guns, the uh, the story. I think the biggest thing for this that, that killed it is the fact that, or at least that people in people's minds is there's no um, there's no co-op. And a lot of people uh, really remember Borderlands uh, as a co-op game. You love to play with your friends. But in my opinion, just being in that world, especially in the PC, it looks so beautiful um it's just next level and uh i think there's gonna be a lot of people that um again aren't even aware that this game made it to vr and are gonna find out soon that they get to play get to go to pandora and check it out right yeah i see i think that uh what you said there is is uh pretty much hitting the nail on the head people that played this game before are judging it by what it doesn't have instead of a guy like me who never played it flat going into it and and being just blown away by it because i never played it with my friends before i don't have that experience to 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 compare it against all i have to compare it against are the other vr games that i've played and this absolutely stacks up not only is it like super crisp and beautiful on the pc but uh, uh this might be the longest vr campaign that we have in terms of pure gameplay when you take into account all of the DLC that they added into it and uh, all of the guns and all the different levels and worlds. Uh, really, really a treasure trove of AAA uh, shooter goodness here, right? Yeah, and if you stop and you start to think about this and No Man's Sky and, and just the games that are getting ported over, we're getting a lot of them, man. It's it's picking up pace. Uh, the, the new games, you know, coming out, we've got... We were just talking about this. Saints and Sinners coming out next month. Walking Dead is hitting the VR, and people, a lot of people don't even know it's coming. I just, I feel like I'm in a bubble, man. I've, I like, I know what's going on, and everyone around me is like, just kind of like, ooh, VR. They don't know, and they're just ready to get 
knocked out, man. And I'm excited. So. Yeah. So, so there you go. There you have it. The our top 10 PC VR games of 2019. You say it's a no brainer to pick the game of the year. I say bull crap. Look at this <laughs> list. How in the world are we ever going to just pick one? And, uh, I can tell you how it's going to go roots. I already know how it's going to go. We're just going to come down to the very last minute and we're going to just have to pick one and stick with it because, uh, up until that point, we're just going to keep changing our mind and, you know, Oh, it's Asgard's red. Oh no, it's Stormland. No, no, it's Borderlands two. No, it's no man's sky or Otic or pistol whip or bone works, man. What a year it was roots. Yeah. It's only going to get better. I'm so excited. Anyway, so if you want to give your two cents on what you think should be the game of the year, click that Discord invite down in the description and vote. Let your voice be heard. And for those of you who want to partake in the glory that is the 2019 uh, show and the uh, the uh, all of the awards that we're going to be naming, all of the giveaways that we're going to be doing, just a ton of games and a ton of fun that we're going to be having uh, be sure to subscribe. Be sure to hit that notification bell so you don't forget about it. This Wednesday afternoon, January the 1st, uh, the 2019 show will be taking place. With that said, friends, we'd like to thank you once again for watching and for Roots. I'm Wes. We'll see you next year, friends. Bye-bye. Stay easy.